I recently uh, took, not recently, probably last year, took over dinner. Like, I took it over. And when I took it over, so I, I grocery shop. I do the grocery shopping now, too. All of it? And, uh, yeah, most, well. But you're so most, domesticated. Like big, this is nice. I like it, though. No, I do I, too. But I go by myself. I don't take any kids. I don't do any. Do you wear that earbuds? Kind of deal, like, do you wear, like, earphones while you're shopping? I love that. Heck, yeah. I love Me that. Too. No one talks to you. And, no. And I love that with the mask thing, even people that you recognize, you can just like, right past. By. Like there's no like, <laughs> like you make eye no contact. But you're like, yeah, in my favorite. You it's just a go, pandemic. You, you, you point to the ear. You point to the earbud. You go, I, I, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, can, yeah. you know, I, I just, <laughs> my favorite is when they come up to you and then after a while they're like, Kevin? I'm like, oh yeah. I knew it, I knew it was you two aisles ago, but I have to now pretend that I didn't realize it was you until just now. Right. Oh, it's, is that you, Candace? Hey, hey. Oh. Candace, hey. how's, how's Candace doing? And then, Look at the kids. And then you start doing the uh, the inevitable, the start scanning each other's grocery carts. And that's, I've never done that. Do people do that to me? I didn't even think about that. <laughs> of course they do. Of course they do. So do you position your food and things like differently? So in case you run into somebody, you're like, all right, I'm going to put the No, that's, but that's the why bottom. the toilet paper goes yeah. under. Yes. Right? But there, you can't help it. There's a like, hey, and you kind of... The worst is there are people that they'll even say something like, ah, oh, fish sticks. Now that you like, say yeah, that, I'm got, that guy. I'm that I guy. I got fish sticks. Because I, I need to, I need <laughs> to look around. I, I need to find something to say. So I'll let's, talk about, like, oh. let's talk about those little Debbies. Yeah, oh, at, little Debbies, hey, huh? Why not? Yeah. Sweet tooth, huh? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of cookies. I didn't think about that. A lot of cookies. Why don't you try No, the... there's a scan. There's a scan. And then, of course, there's going to be there's going to be some judgment there. I think there. there wow. You know the joke will come out, but there's uh, there's some judgment that comes out like, oh, a lot of cookies, not a lot of fruit. Yeah. <laughs> do you do a final call? Do you do like an yeah. on the phone? Yes. Let's go over everything. Yeah, I like to do it on Monday or Tuesday. I can't find the right words to say yet. To say, I I don't want to think about your wedding until I actually can think about your wedding. You know what I mean? I want to say that in the nicest way possible. Like I'm happy to answer any questions that are just like floater questions like hey you know uh can can you mix two songs together for a father-daughter dance or something like that i have no problem answering those questions and helping with that stuff i don't want to get into the specifics of their wedding until monday or tuesday of their wedding that's just yeah that's the the side of like doing a lot of weddings that that's makes it stressful because if i talk to two weddings now obviously i'm going to because sometimes i have a friday and saturday but i have been in a situation where i'll talk to somebody and, and i think some couples think that and it's not their fault. They're just trying to be helpful. But they think that the earlier they get me the information, the better prepared I'll be or the more appreciative I am uh, that they're taking me seriously for this. Uh, but I'm trying to find the nice way to say I don't need that. I don't need that until, you know, if I don't talk to you until the day of your wedding, if you give me 20 minutes, that's the best because I'm I'm in the zone right then and there, you know. And that's, but you do want their the, the forms filled out before that Monday call, right? I yes, mean, yes. Otherwise – yeah. It's better. I don't want to have to like chase them. Like, hey, hey, can you fill that out? Because right. for our call, I do want to go over that prep. Yeah, yeah, and and I actually like before the call. And what's nice about this new app I have too, it actually takes all the info and puts it as a PDF. But I don't Gig Builder. I don't think Gig Builder can do that. Oh yes, it does. You can export. Yeah, their stuff into a form. But I look at it and I sort of like, hey, here are the questions I want to ask or the blanks I need to fill in while we're talking. Right. Right. Um, yeah, what, what, what I like is, um, I, mean, I like to get a good overall, like my couple times, I, I, here's what exactly how it works. Once they book with me, um, within a week or so, uh, sometimes I do it right away. Sometimes within a week, I get their information up online for them to log in. And I always tell them it'll be up in the next couple of weeks. They, I've never had an issue with a bride where they say anything other than that's fine. But I say within the next couple of weeks, all your information will be up online that I need. Take your time filling it out. There's two forms. I need you to fill out your music preferences, and I need you to fill out the form that's called My Event that basically you tell me the names of all the bridal party and your primary, like the spotlight songs, all the important things. Uh, and then I use those when we talk the week of your wedding as a reference. Uh, there are some couples, uh, by the nature that I do this, that just don't fill anything out until the week of. Like I'll email them on Monday and say, hey – I just noticed that you didn't fill anything out. I want to talk to you yeah. today or tomorrow. So if you don't mind, just taking a few seconds to fill out. Do some important stuff just so we can go over that. If you don't have time, no big deal. If you, Some couples put it in like a notes thing in their phone. Why don't we tell people, like, let's talk about some tips, like some things you feel like you do really well on the phone call that 
afterwards. So like, even for me, I tell them, like I start the conversation on the phone call like this. I go, by the end of this call, I want you two to feel so comfortable and confident that your night is just going to flow super, super well. You know, you're just going to, I, and I always tell them like, um, I want to go through all these details so that the night of you don't have to worry about anything because you're not going to have a watch on. You have no idea what time it is. You know, you're going to come up to me and be like, Hey, should we get the speeches? And I'll be like, um, it's four 30. Right. We haven't eaten yet. Like, Oh yeah. Okay. Right. You know, you two are just going to be in such a, like a, like a haze. Yeah. And so what I don't want to do is come up to you and, uh, you know, constantly bug you with details. Like, um, Hey guys, uh, what do you think about, oh, can you give me the wedding party name? You know what I mean? So right. that, that phone call for me, I, it usually takes about a half hour, 40 minutes. Um, I want to be super, super detailed and purposeful, detailed yeah, yeah. because again, so what are, and I thought somebody asked a great question too on, on the Facebook page. They said, what are some questions that you ask during this phone call that might not be the typical, you yeah. know, just to make sure you're even, you're more prepared. Yeah. Uh, some of the things I like to do, I, um, I don't go through all of that at the beginning. I basically, it's probably best just for me to talk you through what goes through my mind as I call. I have my paperwork yeah. in front of me. I printed out the stuff and uh, I just call up, say, hey, you know, guys, looking, how you feeling? Feeling good for, for Saturday and, and, and uh, looking forward to working with you. Here's the thing. I'm going to go through this information with you. Uh, it could take 15, 20 minutes. I'm not really um, – I'm going based on the information that you gave me. Uh, I have a set agenda in my head of what I need to know uh, at any point during this phone call. Please feel free to interrupt me, uh, stop me if you have any questions. Uh, but if not, I'm just going to go through my what I need to know. And typically, I say, oh, sounds good. And I start with the timeline. I say it looks like the ceremony is starting at 4:30. And, mm -hmm. and rather than, um, I, I find that the questions that I ask them are used to reassure them that it's all good. And, and so. If you ask questions that a couple's not ready for, and that's probably why that guy's asking, if you ask questions that they're not really ready for, it puts you almost in the driver's seat so that they understand you know what you're doing. You're asking stuff right. I never even thought about. And and that's it's not a, a tactic, it's a I need to know these things. But it all yeah. you know, if you go in and say, Okay, so your first stance is gonna be this, I mean you're hitting them with I don't think it's very reassuring to do that. I think if you go in basically taking control and just let them know, and I say this in my first call with them, all the way up to my last call, my objective is to give you the wedding that you want to have. I, from start to finish, I want you to have a great time. I want you to feel like you're under no pressure to do anything but just be the bride and groom. And so right. my objective throughout the night is to go based on the stuff that we talk about today. And as long as, as everything's working out time-wise, and that's on me and that's on you and that's everything. But as everything's working out, you can relax and just have fun. I want you to go yeah. and not be worried about, like you said... When are we doing our first dance? You relax. Nothing will mm -hmm. happen without you knowing ahead of time. Relax. And stuff I but do. But they can't and they can't yeah. relax unless you have this kind of conversation. Yes. Beforehand. So right. if I don't you're know how, bugging them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you're yeah, if you're bugging them all during the day, or if uh -oh. you don't have to keep approaching them about right. like little like I said in the last one, I, this one hasn't gone out yet, but you know, where the DJ was sort of like telling them, I'm gonna you take the speaker and put it in here for the cocktail hour. They like <laughs> they don't give a shit. Just right. do it. <laughs> right. Right. And, Just and do the thing. Yes. And, and that's, I mean, that's what's so cringeworthy about that to me is that you should be using this phone call to answer all the major questions you have. And then as the night progresses, yes, there's going to be things that pop up. You know, you have a, sure. an, uncle, an uncle that comes up and says, Hey, I'm going to sing some Frank Sinatra for them. You go, you know, what's funny. Right. Well, that wasn't discussed in the phone call. Uh, it's a weird, that or not. it's a weird yeah. little bit that's a little bit outside the box here. So I'm gonna check with the the groom on that one because he says you're yeah. his favorite uncle, or you say his he's your favorite you're his favorite uncle, but uh, he didn't say that. They to specifically me. Right. said no karaoke, or, right? Right. And so you said something too, which I think is huge, is when you during that phone call can ask them a question that they weren't thinking of. What I notice is that when I do that, and it's just some small details, like. You know, make sure you have cake cutting utensils because I've literally been to weddings where they didn't bring any with them. And right. so yeah. I'm running around in the kitchen trying to find it. But you say stuff like that and they go, oh, I love hearing they go, oh, I didn't think about that yeah. because it, what it that instantly them, does is, yeah. well, it builds your, their trust in you mm -hmm. immediately. They're yes. like, 
I trust you even more because yeah. you know what you're doing. One I always use is I ask the bride if she thinks she'll be carrying her bouquet in into the oh, okay. down, like into the uh, intro. Um, because again, it's one of those questions that makes them go, "Oh, I, I don't know. That's a good question. Why? Why? Why do you ask?" Because that's just me letting them know that that those are things I'm thinking about. But uh, the reason I ask that is so that I can tell the maid of honor who comes in before her to stop. Like for example. This is kind of skipping around, but I, I asked them Go ahead. that because when I'm doing the introductions, I'm lining everybody up. I yeah. want to almost give like a specific job to as many people as I can uh, so that they feel like they're engaged in it. They're less uh, rowdy because the hardest part that we have as a human resources uh, entity of our job is that lining up that bridal party who's they're hungry. They're uh, mm-hmm. a little annoyed with having their picture taken for a, you know a thousand times, whatever. They're a little bit drunk, and yep. uh, it's my job to get them in there in a timely fashion. A lot of times, photographers will take you right up to like that five minutes before they want to be introduced into the room because the chef is waiting to serve the food right at the exact time after the toast. And so it's on us to make sure that all plays out exactly by time as best we can on time. And so yeah, I try to go in and get everyone lined up. I tell the you know the first people to walk in. I said, so here's what's going to happen. I'm going to recognize some people from their seats or whatever. I said, so here's what you'll be listening for because you're the first ones to walk in. And I'll tell the people after that you're watching these people. You're right. so I make sure each of them has like a job. Okay, uh, something to think about. I talk to them about where's the best place. I've already scoped out. If you're going to do something fun when you're being introduced, here's the spot you want to do it because everyone can see you from there. I already look through it and they go, okay, cool, I like that. Maybe it's the middle of the dance floor. Maybe it's not. But I tell them all something. Go ahead. Wait, hang on. Let me pause you right there for one second because if this could go, this little advice could go out to venue people, like sure. if you own a venue. Yeah. One thing that I've noticed too is for the entrance, sometimes the tables are so like close together. There's not a good aisle or walkway for the right. bridal party to do that entrance. So, right. I mean, I would just say like, hey, if you're a venue owner or if you are a DJ and you're listening to this, maybe, I don't know, sometimes I'll call a venue if I've never been there before yeah. the the week of just to like introduce myself. But I don't know a little, I don't know how to do that in sort of non-condescending way. Let yeah. them know, hey, can you just make sure there's a little bit of space right? so that the br- wedding party can get from wherever they are to the table. Well, right? it's a great time to do that when you first arrive at the venue. Maybe if you get there, sorry, my dog's. Uh, it's, a, it's a great thing to do that if you get to the venue a little bit earlier and uh, you're getting all set up and, and you maybe the venue staff come over and say hi you can say hey you know I'm just I just I'm looking around here for the first time uh, is this the room that they're becoming so if you're again yeah the same thing we do with the bride we're doing with the venue where you're saying hey I'm I'm thinking five steps ahead you know so let's let's right. talk about that um, but how does this work what right. what works and instead of like I think there's a way to do it where you don't come off as like a know-it-all like you know right. what I really think don't ever tell I'll them like that. to say here's what I like exactly to do. don't say that don't say yeah that. I I would, I would say like what do you guys typically do for which we call the grand march? It's called the grand march here. So, How does that usually work? What, what doors do they come in? What what aisle right. do they walk down? How does that work for you guys? And maybe it's something they never thought of before, sure. or it's something like, "Yep, you kind of do here, and we do this, right. and that." You know, most of them know what they're doing, but yes, but sometimes if, you come to that place where there's like, guys, I don't know, you're gonna have to squeeze in between right. those two aunts and and yeah. get around that cousin to get to get in to the pandemic, table in a pandemic, right? No, uh, <laughs> No, but just to circle back to the reason I asked that. Because yeah, go back to the bouquet. It, I want to so know about the bouquet. what I say to the bride is, are you going to be carrying a bouquet? And then she'll say, uh, yes, I am. Okay, well, that's great because that tells me that I'm going to take – I'm going to invite everyone into the room. When I, when I introduce the whole bridal party, they're all going to go to their seats. Okay. Do you guys line up, by the way? Sometimes they line up in front of the DJ table and at the, the floor, the bridal party, to watch the first dance. Sometimes it doesn't happen. Ah. So nope, they all come in and, right because seats. we don't do the first dance. Then they they yeah, just go and true. sit down. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I, I love the first. I wish the first dance was then, but we just don't do know, it you, here. You know, you're you're a strong, influential member of the wedding community in Minnesota. You can make this happen. I I've tried. I I'll bring it up and yeah. and they 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 I'll they'll go like this. They go, oh yeah. Hmm. Now nah, let's just do it at the end. I was like, that's <laughs> funny. That's funny. Okay, I, they've just seen it so much. Yeah. I think they feel like that's how what, it is. Did, but when, when do you do cake cutting? When do the cakes? Cake cutting cut? isn't even that big of a deal. Cake cutting happens like after dinner. So, mm. but they're they're you no know good. they get served first, so they eat in like five minutes. I told you dinner's super fast here. <laughs> then they get up and they'll go over 
and they'll cut the cake and 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 that's it. Like yeah. there's usually not a, they they usually tell me like don't make a big deal out of that. Don't even announce it. They just wow. go and do it. Okay. Yeah. So just to give you an example of how ours work because it does all tie into this. But uh, just my perfect timeline. I've told many couples this. This is this is the way that you get your your big events to happen in a timely manner. You provide a little bit of a show for your guests, and dinner comes out in a well organized and on time um, pace. So uh, let's just say, like for example, my wedding this Saturday is four thirty to five is ceremony, five to six is cocktail hour, six to six fifteen is when the guests are making their way into their seats because it's all at the same location. And the bridal party gets their 15-minute window where I'm going to line them up, but they're really just up there drinking and relaxing. I go up about 6.05. I introduce myself. If I haven't already met most of the bridal party, I just say, hey, how are you? I'm the DJ. Uh, and then uh, I said, "Is you know, the bride's normally getting bustled at that. You guys do bustling of dresses, right? I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how do backwards thing are, things are up in the middle <laughs> Uh, they're wearing they yeah. wear dresses they wear dresses but no, bustling is okay yeah so uh, DJs who are new to yeah. this a bride and, and there's going to be new people listening there's going to be people who have been doing this for 20 years who've never thought of these things but when you're a new yeah. DJ this is something you should know um, from the ceremony until the reception a lot of brides will take that big long flowing gown like Princess Diana had uh, that goes the whole way down the aisle uh, and they'll bustle it together so that she can maneuver throughout the reception and so right. uh, that period from 6 to 6.15 when guests are being seated, uh, that's typically when the bride's upstairs getting bustled. The rest of the bridal party's drinking, hanging out, relaxing. It's like their their ready room before they go into. This is the green room for the wedding. Mm-hmm. So that's when I go up there and I line everybody up. And, and what I'll do is I line everybody up, get them right at the entrance, talk about where they're going to be going in when they come in, where they can do their their most visible action if they're going to do something fun. And then I talk about each of their jobs, like, hey, you're going to be waiting until I say this to go in. You're going to be the first ones to go in. Uh, you know. I go to the maid of honor in the, in the best man, and I say, okay, so the bride is bringing her bouquet in. So that means she's going to carry it down. And the first thing she does is cut her cake. And everyone's, all eyes are going to be on her, and she's going to be holding this big bouquet. So you need to find a place to put it. So I say, maid of honor, best man, maid of honor, your job is to wait by that cake. Everyone else is going to sit down. The two of you wait at that cake for the big grand entrance of the bride and groom. You two are center stage for it. Uh, so you'll be standing at the cake. Uh, you'll be applauding as they come in. When they come in, the bride's going to hand her bouquet to you. You give her a hug. Uh, guy, you give your your best man, you give the groom a, a handshake, okay? And then the two of you walk and you put her bouquet on her table or you go sit down wherever. If there's a big long head table, you take that bouquet there. And now the bride and groom are free if their hands are free and they can do their cake cutting or their when first When do you dates. switch the song? When do you switch the song from the grand entrance to cake cutting? Uh, little, I mean, just a tip for yourself, for everybody, I mean, um, Whenever I uh, am transitioning songs, I'm typically talking over that transition. So uh, I'll be like, let's give it up for, you know, Andy and, and April Miller. The, okay, and they come in. Yeah. All the applause. Once they get down there, let's give it up. Let's give up another big round of applause to Andy and April. Music's still playing. And I said, and at this time, and I hit that moment, I switch it over. At this time, we'll be transitioning to, a, I don't see transitioning, but at this time, we'll be cutting into their cake. So if you'd like to get photographs, you're welcome to do so. But if you could please leave room for the professionals to do their jobs as well. And at that point, I always say that too after yeah. you told me that. While, that's, say that. while I'm saying all that, it's an easy transition with the music. I just hit fade on the other okay. one. Okay. So they cut their cake. Yeah. They cut their so cake. So that would be why only the only, yeah. So that, that question of the bouquet really only applies to that scenario if they're doing something right afterwards. When, yeah. you know, well, are you going to be carrying? That's just one question I ask. Basically, this is kind of like um, whatever you're using, if it's DJ, Event Planner, or Vibo, which is what I use, or Gig Builder. These are sort of like when you're building your template of timelines, what kind of questions do you want to ask? Mm-hmm. And what I want to focus, Kev, on this is like maybe some things that that uh, might not be in the typical. You know, I don't okay. want to like cover every single thing, right. but maybe some of those questions. Okay. Like, so my first thought, like I said, I always like to start with the actual timeline of the day. And so if I look and I see that they're – having me for the ceremony. Uh, so it looks like the ceremony, is, I, here's exactly what I say there. It looks like the ceremony beginning at four. Is that exactly when the bridal party be, be walking into the room or into the, the ceremony? If they say yes, I say, okay, so that means about 30 minutes prior is when I'll start playing the prelude music. That's just the music that people will be listening to while they sit down. Do you have any preference on that? My planner does not have that option in it. Okay, To choose, to to choose, choose the, the uh, prelude, the, the right. music that's played. And so right Which then is okay. There, it's great. I don't you want, want to them, leave I don't some want of them to pick it. Exactly. I don't want them. Some couples send me 25 songs for the prelude. I'm like, yeah. I'm rushing to get one minute of 
Jesu Joy of Man's Desiring It. You know, it's like, why am I doing that? So, so uh, when I asked that question, like, oh, again, I'm not trying to throw them off. I'm trying to remind them that I got this. And so I'll say, you know, yeah. do you have specific requests on that? Do you want like piano music? Do you want uh, like acoustic guitar sounds, some violins? And they go, oh, instrumental. I didn't pop. even think about that. Yeah. So you're you're hitting them with the stuff that they're paying you for, but. Yeah, you didn't ask them for it yet, and so it's a right. good time to do that. That's that's one thing, and then I'll say, you know, are you doing like a? I'll, I'll go into the the specifics of the ceremony. Is there anything else in the, the ceremony that you need music for? Is there like a a, uh, a candle lighting or a, a sand or a, a foot washing? Have you done a foot washing yet? <sighs> have I seen a foot washing? I feel like I think I have. Yeah, I have. So I've, I've had a seen a bunch. I've seen, dude. I've seen a branding. So oh. this one couple had like, uh, a, like a big wooden a cow. No, like how you brand like a horse. A cow. They had like a, a wood panel. Okay. And then the best man's job or one of the ushers was to about halfway through the wedding, light the up the, the fire, fire yeah. behind us. <laughs> get the and then he's walking down the aisle with these two brands and then they <laughs> they brand this wood. I've seen. You know, Minnesota uh, doesn't come across to me like just in the whole like when I look like Prince came from so Minnesota. Like, <laughs> it's such a Midwest town. Like it's like you it really, really embraced your 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 cowboy heritage, and I had no idea that Minnesota. Aside from was the, well, besides Minneapolis and, and St. Paul, like the Twin Cities. Once you get out of uh-huh. that, it is extremely rural, like very farmy, very. Very that kind of vibe. So I saw that. I've seen wow. people like braid rope together. Yeah, I've um, seen that. But I think that I saw a couple mix two of their beers together. That was recently. They mixed okay. See, their two favorite beers and they yeah. drank them. <laughs> yeah. You know, it took me 12 so, so, years. Let me say it. it literally took me 12 years that when a bride would say something like, oh, we're going to be doing a beer mixing ceremony. At, at that point, I would for 12 years go, oh, great. Okay. As if I've seen it 100 times. And and I thought that that would affect the way that they saw me, like as I wasn't ready for this. Uh, it uh, the yeah. last couple of years, it's just been yeah. What what's that? I have no idea what that is. And then they'll tell me why. Why do you? I why? used. Why do I say what is that? Yeah. Why wouldn't I? I mean, wh- why wouldn't it be a benefit to me to know something that I'm doing nothing? Like it's not like there's it's not like there's a ceremony thing that requires the DJ to get up and say something. So I could ask them what that is. I'm just saying I was always Just to let them talk about it? Yeah. I mean, I was so afraid for so long that they would look at me as like, I don't know what I'm doing. Aaron, I've been doing this literally. What are we at? 17 years now? I feel like sometimes I pull my mixer out and I grab my mic or grab a cord to plug in. I go, if I don't grab the right end of that cord the first time, someone's going to look at me and go... This guy's new to this, or this guy doesn't know what he's doing. Like I still have that little bit of a feeling, like people are watching me all the time. And so, okay, yeah, that's just, yeah, so, yeah. So when someone says something like, "Oh, we're gonna be doing the Tarantella," uh, I the first time I heard that, I went, "Oh, okay." Immediately went and googled Tarantella to figure out what that was because I'm not Jewish. I'm you know I'm not uh, I'm not even Italian, so I have to look up what these things are. Uh, why gotcha. not just ask them? I mean, that's true. <laughs> that's I think all. if it's real, if, if it's if you not, really they don't say, know, we'll be throwing a bouquet. You go. Okay, now tell me about that. Now you're putting yourself in a position. Then <laughs> what you look exactly like, what you're is talking this about? bouquet you yeah. speak of? This first that's some dance, sort of like, like, that like you mean like the first song I play of the night? Uh, you know what? Uh-oh. I think we are gonna we're gonna time. cut this uh, yeah. consultation short. I think we're good, <laughs> but I think we're good. All right, no, so, so let again. me go through. I want to highlight a couple questions here yeah. that I think are maybe unique, and then you tell me maybe what you think or stuff sure. like that. So. I'll say a couple of them and we can go back and talk about them. So on my general info, and this is new, like once I switched over to this platform, I added a couple of these new questions here, which I always ask the attendants. I want to know how many people are going to come. All right, go ahead. Start from that point again. Yes, that's okay. Um, I always ask attendants. I'd like to know like, you know, how many people are going to be there. Yeah. Um, and then th- these are some new questions like rate your crowd on a scale of one to 10 for how much they love yeah. to party. I like that. Um, I think that's a that's eight. Look at that. You know, a good little party. They there. gave it an eight. 225, and, eight out of 10 partiers. Not bad. That's going to be a kick. That's 80% it's of the people are going to be. Let's party. go. All right. Now, okay. some of this I know is going to be like, um, you know, uh, what's it called? Uh, 
Well, they don't get, they don't know. What? Delusions of grandeur. Yes, <laughs> That's yes. the phrase I was looking for. <laughs> yeah. No, but some people yeah. know and they're like, uh, we are people, we don't party. So that kind of gives, and what, that, that, that doesn't make me feel like I got to ease off the gas. It just gives me an idea of what their expectation is and how, how well they know their group. Yeah. Um, then I ask, you know, wedding planner, coordinator info, do they have a day of the meal? Is it plated at a buffet? Who your photographer is? And this is, I love this question here. How late is your photographer scheduled? Great. Now, that question, I came up, I started asking my couples because I would yeah. get there the day the day of, and the photographer's like, I'm leaving at 6. When's yeah. the first dance? And I'm no, like, that's, at 7.30. What yeah. are you doing? That's a great, that's a great question to add. Well, I mean, it helps them think too. Yeah. Like, oh, we better have them stay longer Yeah. Be, because they're not, and I tell them like, or they're not going to capture these moments you want, yeah. you know? And nine thirty—that's, I mean, that, that's pretty late, yeah. right? That's most, pretty late for well, photographer. most photographers I work with. And again, uh, I know we referenced Bellasera at the last one. Bellasera is a look is a venue here in Pittsburgh that I have an incredibly good relationship with. Um, for about and 12, residency almost, it's yeah. basically a residency because I've done twelve years of DJing, going to Bellasera here and there, and eventually we got into a relationship where now I am their primary DJ that they recommend to all couples. They also have a package that includes me or Andy, my partner in this, and so. Um, yeah, you've heard me reference Andy as well. Andy's a partner of mine in, in this uh, thing. I started and he For came those along. of you that we yeah. left on the hook, yeah. you're like, I want, yeah. who's this you've Andy? Been, we'll get been, Andy on. We gotta, this is the we'll week, get him on at one This point. is the week we yeah. learned about Andy. Uh, no, but Andy's This is one why of our, we keep you yeah. listening. We right. have you come back so that we can... Re- it's, this is like a, a like Lost. Right. We're going uh, to give wow. you a mystery, and the then we'll, we'll, invi- we'll, <laughs> we'll eventually yeah. maybe... Tell you what the pandas right. are doing there, right. or the polar right. bears. <laughs> okay, what that tower is um, all about. But no, Andy, Andy, what's that tower? Andy, and Aaron and I have been friends for literally decades, so uh, that's why it's easy yeah. to reference Andy for that. But so, um, uh, what was I? Just, oh, anyway, so at the venue that I'm I'm working most of the time, uh, Brad is the photographer, and he's been their photographer for as long as I've been that DJ. So. Uh, his deal, and I think it's fantastic, and, and they use it every single time that they sell him, and he uses it. He stays till the end, uh, not because of anything other than something's happened then. It's easier just to say it. Hey, I am there the whole day. Don't even worry about it. I, I think that yeah. photographers in Minnesota, it sounds like, would really benefit from saying that. Just, you know, I don't know what you guys are doing. Just don't, just eat dinner, take the important pictures, and then hang out. Or say that, you know, you stay as long as you absolutely have to. I mean, yeah, you may stay a little bit longer than you need to, and but the editing doesn't affect, isn't affected because you're only taking pictures that you need. Uh, you can edit right there in camera, and I don't know why that's not a selling point to these photographers. I get it; they started working a little bit earlier, but I just just the fact that you have to ask that question um, yeah. all the time. And I do ask that for couples when I when like when I get there and I see it's not Brad or somebody else. I do ask and say, "What time are you here till?" If they say, "Oh, I'm staying till ten or "What time's it over?" I'm staying till then. I'm fine, but if they say that they're leaving right after dinner, I say, okay, well then I'm, you're gonna miss something because I've already gone over the schedule with the bride, and I know her schedule. Right. And so you're right. That is a great question to ask. Uh, this would that, be a great. Yeah, it's a good I question. would love to get a photographer's perspective on this actually because yeah. I know that you and I also don't charge hourly. We we don't do. You know, there are DJs out there that will have, they, yeah. they kind of do their packages by hours, you know, six yeah. hour, four hour packages. Well, and if there's, any, if I there's think, any, yeah, Minnesota photographer. I'd love to talk to Minnesota photographer. I know plenty of Pittsburgh ones, but I'd be very interested to hear because at least here in Pittsburgh, that is kind of the norm. You stay. Uh, there are definitely a okay. few times that they leave early. Videographers, uh, same thing. They leave a little earlier. Uh, do you have videographers up there? I'm assuming. Right? Yeah. 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 Uh, every wedding, or would you say one out of every how many weddings? It's rare. I rarely see them. One oh. out of every, and I and I think it's because of. I might see them more now that I raised my prices. I think that my price okay. point beforehand was sort of the budget wedding. Yeah. And I've not like I'm charging a crazy amount, but I feel like my prices are a little bit higher. That I'll probably see more. Yeah. Maybe more of those things, but yeah. the photographers here, I, I, the rare, the rare photographer stays as long, you know, all night. Yeah, and they're usually gone after the first dance. Like they'll they'll go, do first dance. They'll stay for a couple pictures of like the first three or four songs, and then by about eight thirty, you know, nine. Well, I see that person is staying till nine thirty. That's late for a photographer. 
Um, but I don't remember. These guys are starting at four. I'm, let me see if they tell me when their last song is. So they went their last song at 1140. So, um, you know, this is a <laughs> almost an eight hour day. You know what I'm talking about here? It's just crazy, man. Oh my gosh. Cocktail hour at 440. Wedding. I mean, so dinner's at six. Yeah. Cake cutting at seven. Toast at 715. First dance at eight. And then we go till 1140. So, That's you know, three and a half hour dance. That's not too bad, but. It's still all right. Well, let's get back to these questions here. So, and then I also ask uh, the officiant, and then this is great. She kind of gave me well, you know, how to say the last name, which you know it. what? That's nice. Well, I that's one thing I always ask on the phone call too. How, yeah. Hey, how do you say the last name that you're taking? Give me the phonetic uh, of that. Oh yeah, we we'll get we'll get to that because I definitely bring that up for sure. Okay. So, um, um, but yeah. So just to just to reiterate everything that we've just said through all this. Um, it's nice to ask questions that they didn't think about prior to the, uh, the phone call. Um, but yeah, I, I go through the timeline with them first. And then, um, as the timeline happens, sometimes I'll mention songs like their spotlight dances, stuff like that. But normally I just say, okay, we're doing your cake cutting first. And again, what we do locally is that they'll do the cake cutting and then the staff will come out and remove that cake from the middle of the dance floor while the bride and groom kind of hang out there. Okay. Do you see that happen at other v- venues that when you, I know you no. don't play too often? No. So that's basically it, a really central that, that localized. Is, that is a very localized thing, thing, but at the same time, it's not that I've never seen it. I've seen it happen. Um, I, the thing with Bella Sarah is we've worked out this this timeline together over the years, so I kind of love the way that this plays out, um, and 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 that's why that yeah I, I think it's if you ask me, it's like the perfect timeline. It, it really does provide a nice entertaining evening for everybody all the way through and you're the nice thing about you guys you being involved in their package is that you are always on the same page Mm -hmm. and i think that's your biggest advantage of this deal you have is you can show up and we joke about the fact that you can kind of walk you walk in you walk in the kitchen you're like grabbing hors d'oeuvres like oh what do we have oh some poppers yeah let's go some shrimp fajitas so you just like help yourself you know you you can you like hang your coat you know you're just you're almost part of part of the team part of the staff and so a lot of times what i notice is that what's hard is you've got a if we're you've got a venue who has a timeline and idea you got a photographer and you got the dj and what's difficult sometimes is all of us all being on the same page because they all have their own ways that they want to do things, which I totally understand. But I think that can cause some some conflict or some headbutting. So what would you say, like, what would be some advice if you, let's say the DJ shows up and you've got sort of a really heavy-handed you know, vendor that really wants to, you know, you, you went through your, you've got your PDF, you know, you talked to the bride, yeah. but she didn't send it to the photographer. So right. she's got a whole different timeline and you show up and now you're like trying to make these things, right. you know, work together. Well, what do you do? I, I've never been a conflict guy. Uh, I'm definitely not going to start a fight with somebody on somebody's wedding day. Uh, so Come on. Now, I, I'm sorry. I know what you want. I, I know you want me to say, here's the deal, pal. Um, but <laughs> I'm putting my foot down. Yeah, I'm putting my yeah. foot. I've been doing this for 15 years and I'm never in my right. life. No. So, um, one of the reasons I like, again, to talk to the bride and groom on like the Monday or Tuesday prior to their wedding is that they've finally done that walk through or talk through with their wedding coordinator. Everything's kind of organized there. So, uh, there's no concerns that way. Um, the photographer, I really have not come across a situation where our schedules are, are terribly different. Um, I, I, I will sometimes hear from the photographer that maybe the bride forgot to do something and it does throw off what I had planned, but I've also, like I said, I'm not a conflict guy. So if they don't, you know, I, I always tell the bride, Hey, it looks like you said to the photographer something different. I'll defer to whatever you want to do at this time, um, for that. And, and again, that time period before introductions or the grand March, as you call it, that time period <laughs> yeah. is, is when I kind of just refresh everything in their brains. Like, here's what's going to happen. Just a quick reminder. You keep getting bustled. You keep hanging out, drinking your beer or whatever. But I'm just going to go through the whole schedule one more time with you, uh, at least up until dinner. And, uh, and I tell them, just a quick reminder, while I'm introducing things or while I'm on the microphone, you could take that as instruction to what's happening next, too. So you know, I say, I don't say anything for no reason. Or, or I don't say anything without a purpose. So uh, you know, if I'm on the mic and I just say, hey, at this time, we're going to be making our way over to the cake. That's telling you, you don't have to wonder where you're supposed to go. Just make your way over to the cake at that time. 
and you know, I so I tell them. Do you I'm give advice to? to would you during the phone call though? Would you give advice to the bride and groom like, hey, if you made any changes during our phone call, mm-hmm. uh, let's say because I feel like on the phone call I'm the last one that does this. I feel like they've already talked to the photographer, their day of the venue. I feel like that Monday, the de- I'm sort of like the last one they've chatted with. Although I've been on some calls too where they're like, oh, you know, we haven't talked to our photographer yet. So yeah. I kind of almost want to get ahead of all that yeah. and let our timeline be the one Absolutely. that, hey, distribute this to everybody. Right. And that way we're all working yes. working together. Yeah, ideally, right? ideally, they would have one or the other. I don't want to be the middle guy. I'd rather be the first person they talk to so we can work this out and then she can work it out yeah. with the other people or the last person. So I'm just told what to do. And I'm okay with either one. Truly, am, I, I am. But I do come with years of experience. I know what works best. So I will provide you with what I think works best. But uh, if you have another plan, it's, it's your wedding. And I say that all the time. I always tell them at the beginning of the phone call, just a reminder, anything comes up that you know what? It's your wedding, and and you right. can literally at any point say to me, "No, Kevin, I want it this way," and I'm perfectly fine with that. That's fine. They by me, they appreciate so. that so yeah. much. Yeah. I feel like I know that there are some out there. I mean, not just DJs, but just wedding vendors in general, whatever. And I'm not trying to insult you or anything, but if you are out there, you know, I I would say flexibility is something that is so appreciated by. The bride and groom. I don't know if that's you or me. That might be me getting those little dings. I muted it. Um, huh? Okay. I tried to mute it. Um, and uh, that you know, when you say stuff like that, like, hey, this is your day. In the day of when they come up to you and feel like, I know I can go up to Kevin or I can go up to Aaron and say, hey, we need to make this change. And he's not going to look at us and be like, <sighs> You know, I've got it written down. I printed out these sheets, and so so we're not printed, gonna, so we're not going off the it. list anymore. We're changing everything. Oh. Okay, that's fine. We're changing oh, what, everything. What else? What, oh, else, what else are we going to do? What else? What else? Oh, okay. Are right, you still marrying the still same guy? Dinner? Right? It's still the same guy, right? <laughs> is it Gary? Are you still marrying Gary? Still Gary? Oh, wait, let me check In my the notes. The, the notes are useless. <laughs> the notes are useless at this point. Um, no, I, would yeah. you say I, take? I almost want to say if you're. You've probably let me ask you this. You've probably run into some vendors that uh, are need to take a vacation or maybe a year off. Like, what's your yes. advice? Like, well, you just said you've been doing this for seventeen yeah. years. Hold, this is a big deal, though, Kev. You've been DJing for seventeen years, and you're not jaded. You don't show up to the event. You're not mad. You're like, you. Why? What has kept you this way? Uh, let's be honest. It's one day yeah. a week. Okay, let's start. Okay. It's one day a week, okay? Uh, it's true. Let's it's also remind everyone, this is the best part-time job you will ever have. Price, like the amount of money you can make in a short window of time is very high. And uh, if you're good at it, you make even more. And um, if you have to just sit there and deal with a pretentious uh, photographer who thinks he knows everything once in a while, then you have a great story to tell on a podcast. That, that's all. It's there fine. you go. I did. I will say this. I, 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 That's good. I will say to you about September is when I'm, it's the riskiest time to get on my bad side. If you're another vendor, um, uh, I. Because your other businesses are amped up too. I'm, no, right? I'm just, I mean, you're nine months in. It's like in baseball. Here's the thing. If you follow baseball, the wedding season is the baseball season. Okay. You're all excited. It's spring training. It's March. You're like, oh, we're playing baseball again. Yay. And then April, it's like, oh, it's the first big first big game and all that stuff. Then about May, you're like, okay, we're working things out. But things are going really well. We're playing well. Then you get to like June, July. You're like, okay, I'm wearing pants in the summer. It's hot. I'm playing baseball. Yeah. I've been doing this my whole life. How far is this goddamn and then, place? And then you oh get close God. to like September or October. minutes. Yeah, September and October, you're like, okay, it looks like the, the postseason's coming. Things are good, you know. And then you can see like that off season in the future. So – that is the wedding season, okay? So when you get to the dog that's days good. of summer, August, September, that's when it's a little bit. That's when uh, you're just a little bit more tired, and you're just so you're just so in your rhythms that when someone comes up to me like a videographer and says, "Hey, I need to plug into your system," and I go, "That's no problem." And I was like, uh, "I don't see the kind of output I like." I go, "Okay, pal, I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> Look, I'm sorry about that." Right. He said, "Well, why don't you have this kind of thing?" I said, "I don't." Yeah, that's me tapping on the table. By the way, that's my impatient. That's my impatient um, 
passive aggressive. Can I help you go. with anything else? Anything yeah. else you why don't you have? Like a, this? Why don't you have this kind of output? Why don't you have it? I don't. I don't have it. You know what you could do? You could do what the old-fashioned videographers did and still do, and have a great product. They put a little mic in front of my speaker. And then I don't have to deal with them at mm -hmm. all. But if you want to plug into my system, go ahead. Well, one guy plugs into my system, and I start getting feedback. Like, I don't know how, but he had set it onto, like, his microphone not to receive, but to output. I don't know. It was – but I couldn't uh, figure out yeah. – I was getting – wasn't a, grounded. No, I got, like, a buzz. And everyone's looking at me like I'm the idiot because I don't know how to work my system. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, that's when I lose my temper. I don't lose my temper with a, a photographer who says, hey, I got to leave at 930. Can you help me out? I go – yeah, that's fine. I'm just going to make sure that the bride knows it's not me rushing this element. It's right. you. That's all. So It's you. Yeah, and, yeah. and again, it, in the whole What about things, the DJs? Talk about tell talk to a DJ who's who's maybe 10, 15 years in and they're you know, they're sort of like where they're, you know, they just get you know, again, so I was at the 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 worst vent let me I'll just say like the 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 only time, and I've only, I'm not, I'm still new. I'm still two and a half years in, but the only time I encountered this, I did run into a photographer. And we're not trying to pick no. on photographers. That's I who love, we deal with the most. They're some of the best that's people. That's who we deal with the most. So you're gonna it have is. little stories about them. Yeah, it is. And ten out of ten, they're they're incredible. But this guy, I mean, he, he was a little bit older. Now that's not why, but I think he's been doing it long. But he just had a really really bad attitude. Just wanted to get all this stuff done. And the thing that he did, that I couldn't believe was. Um, the, I guess the couple had forgotten to mention to the catering staff that we were going to eat. So they didn't tell them that, Hey, you got to feed the vendors. Yeah. And so the, uh, the, the venue kind of came up to us like, Hey, look, this is what's going on, but we're going to get everybody served. And then we'll try to make you guys some food. And we were like, you're awesome. Thank you for that. Right. So we sat down and she comes back out. She goes, Hey, we got you guys some food. We were able to, we made some extra meals for you. And we're, you know, me and the, the second shooter and, you know, the day of, we're all just hanging out. Well, the older photographer guy, she brings the food down, like, you know, just some chicken and potatoes or whatever. It looked really great. Right. Big, uh, like, you know, green beans, whatever. He comes over and he looks at the food and he goes, I can't eat this. <laughs> like to her who made the food. And he's like, she goes, what? He goes, this food will kill me. I got to diet, and if I eat this food, it'll kill me. And she's like, we didn't know. We were just trying to put some food together, and I kind of like spoke up like, hey, man, they didn't know any of that. They were nice enough to make food for us. Otherwise, we were going to have to run down to right. McDonald's. And he's like, I, oh, like, I give a shit about that. I mean, he just went off. Wow. Yeah. And she goes, okay, you don't have to eat it. Grabbed the plate, nice. went back. He kind of stormed off. Good. She came back over to us, and, and I was like, I don't know that guy, but I'm really sorry. Like, we really appreciate it. She goes, oh, it's fine. She goes, he'll just never work here again. Right. Absolutely. Just like that. And, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's – he's never going to work there again. They, they, no, they, he won't. They know that name. And how do you think it feels as a photographer to see that there's a place – there's lots of places that recommend people. There's some places that say, well, we won't work with that person. And that's you're on the do not. Yeah, you're, you're on, on the, the do, do not, not. Yeah, the persona non yeah. grata. The, the, the poor second shooter. Can't work, yeah. He was, yeah. he was humiliated. He was. It was kind of oh, like. Absolutely. I don't want to be yeah. associated with this. But look, again, we're not trying to pick up photographers. I no, think it's just there what are was just, there. It was what was there. There are DJs out there that I, I hear photographers tell me they have the worst experience. Like they told sure. me of one DJ that totally changed, went to the kitchen and told every told them to bring dinner out a half an hour early because they wanted to and didn't tell anybody else. And so yeah. they just start bringing dinner out. Yeah, there's a, there's a, How, a big difference. What between, do you do? Well, there's just a big difference between being a person who knows what they're doing, shows that confidence, and, and is there to, to steer the ship where it needs to go, and then the person who thinks that they actually do run the show. Uh, and that's – yeah, I don't know what you – how you handle other vendors is – you know, if they're going to go off, you just got to get out of the way. And like you did was perfect. Like, I don't know that person. I'm sorry you had to go through that. Uh, I mean, again. They honestly make you look better. They yeah, make you does. look better, I mean, to be honest. Because, yeah, you know, I, there's definitely been times where previous people have ruined it for themselves to the point that ended up being my benefit. And that's, again, yeah. humility is the, the best thing to have in this game. And that's. You know, I, I've definitely yeah, worked good. with photographers who just have this this attitude like, well, I'm not I'm not going to eat this or I'm not going to sit over here. I'm not going to sit in this room and eat. Like, who cares, man? I mean, in Why? reality, what, what else? It's 
I mean, if you're if gonna you go need, home in like in this two hours, food, you, it's over. If you're in this for the food, I'm sorry. That that's not why you're in this. <laughs> I, I'm just not. Just <laughs> I mean, I know your contract. I love that my contract says I get two meals. Like, oh, shut up! No one reads that part of the contract. I'm sorry, nobody reads it. I've never had a bride yeah. say to me, "Now, what's this whole thing about you getting a meal?" My contract doesn't say I get a meal. You know why? Because quite honestly, Aaron, I'll tell you the truth. If I don't get a meal, that means at 11:45 when I'm driving home, I get to stop at McDonald's and eat terribly. Okay, I'm telling you, man, that's it, my. Fa- it's the best. I love it. It really is. I look at it. Okay, I'm gonna be hungry. But there's this thing in Pittsburgh called the cookie table. I can definitely live on the cookies. <laughs> I can live on the cookies up until I have to leave. But no, I just yeah. I, you're part, right. It's all yeah. attitude. It's it all how is your are attitude. you? And if you're the if you how do you approach guy, it? If you're the yeah. yeah. There's a there's a big difference. Then they want to work with that. you. Yeah. Like do you really? Why don't be, you give? Why don't, yeah. The arrogant guy who who you know throws the football in, in the ref's hand. Or you want to be the guy who walks up and says, "Yeah, I just got a huge catch and a touchdown," and you just hand the referee the football and then you go celebrate with your teammates. Like who do you root for? You root for the guy who's a nice yeah. guy hands the ref the football, yeah. not the guy who throws the ball across the field and the ref has to go chase it. I don't. Know, I just. I don't get that. Uh, who? Who? What are you doing? Like, what's the benefit? Yeah. Maybe you're going to get. No, they said they don't have a meal for you, so they brought you what they had. You lost it. Nothing changed. You still had the only option available to you, which was that meal. So, are you going to go to the bride? And I've seen photographers do this. Go up to the bride and say, um, "I was promised um, the same meal as the guests, and and they gave me a sandwich in the back." You deal with that oh. later. Brad, who I work with, he would never in a billion years go up to the no, bride he's a professional exactly and go up and say you know they uh they didn't give me the right beans with my food and that's that's my contract <laughs> i asked states. for the fish i had a gastrointestinal issue that this is this is just unacceptable and so i can have and, well but, and any bride will will hear that and they'll mm-hmm. stop what they're doing mm-hmm. and they'll try to fix that for you and then what? Now you've got the bride going into the kitchen, no, walking no. into the kitchen, oh my God. going, hey, can you get the photographer the right food? Oh because, my God. Yeah. and you, what they're going to do, they're going to come out and bring it to you like, oh, thanks, thanks a fucking lot. Right. I, okay. The most embarrassed I've ever been at a wedding when regarding food with myself was I was in the room with the photographer, like in a side room. The bride had made her way around to talking to tables and she walked into our room and saw us just sitting there. She said, you guys eat? We said, uh, you know what? I don't think they got around to us yet or, or, or whatever. And, and she's like, that's not acceptable. And walked into the kitchen and started screaming at them. Oh, sorry. I'm like, I was embarrassed because I, I wish I would just said, oh, we're all good at that point. I just, I mean, yeah, yeah I know how hungry I know. we can get and we can get hungry, you know, angry and all that stuff. But it's just, I don't see any benefit to any of that. Sorry. Well, I like that she kind of went to bad for you, but I totally know again why you because now the rest of the night they're they don't know that you said it that way. You know, the kitchen could probably think that oh, the DJ complained that they didn't get their food. It's coming out. It's on. It's right. on the hot. It's coming. Yeah. You know, and she went in there and yelled at them, and they're like, "What the hell, man? You we were you know." So right. I'm I know what you mean. It's right. you're trying to walk that line of keeping everybody getting along but, but i've the, i've had to wait a long time before and like i'm hungry i want yeah. to i need to eat well, too but i like buffets it's not in my contract one of the reasons i got a facade for front of my table is that when there's a buffet i like a lot of protein so i'll go and i'll get like an extra couple pieces of steak and i'll put them on my right. table I, I, and like so like i got my computer and i got pieces of steak sitting there like <laughs> at about like 9 30 I play on you know, I play like shook me all night long and I'm like okay everyone's dancing all right let me cut myself steak. some steak I'm gonna have myself a nice steak dinner watching the people dance <laughs> this guy's still eating yeah. it's ten thirty he's still eating dinner yeah so I just um yeah I, that's just how I that's just how I roll man you know I think that that you're right to sum it up it's just like your attitude how you prepare yourself for the day of really decides how long you're gonna stay in the game yeah because I I think eventually if you get and here's the deal. These guys all talk to each other, and mm-hmm. you can get a bad reputation really quickly. So even if you have a bad day, I mean, it can really burn you Absolutely. for future gigs if if people see your name on a list. And, you know, if, the thing is, like, a DJ usually gets booked last, but um, if for some reason they hear that, that, you know, they're like, oh, I worked with that guy, and man. And, and the couple's like, what? Right. You know, but that's going to— You never know. You if someone works with a bad DJ last week— and I, I, I can't tell you this enough. I, I can't tell you how many times I hear from a couple, not a couple, but like a, a photographer. Hey, uh, I'll be like, hey, how's your, how's your summer going? Or how's your, your wedding season? Oh, uh, you should have heard the DJ last week. That is how they start yeah. every time. And, they you know, do. if you get on their good side, you never know. Because sometimes the further down the list you are, the better you want to treat everyone who's ahead of you. 
you know, you want that stuff that's flowing, yeah. uh, you know, downstream. If you're the last thing they book, you want caterers to love you. You want photographers to love you, videographers, florists. You want all these people the to venue. love you so that, yeah. and that's why it's not a bad thing. Anytime you talk to a photographer, I'd love to work with you again. Always say that. I'd love to work with you again. If you ever, you know, have a bride talking, you know, because I'll grab them and yeah. pull up Instagrams. Like let's follow yeah, each other absolutely. right away. You yeah, know, let's kind of get on, and, on the radar. And I'm telling you a little tip. Take a picture with them, and when you're talking about the wedding, say, here's a, here's a picture of the bride dancing. There, you know, Here's a group of people dancing. Here's me and the photographer. I love working with this person. They're the best. Like That kind of That's stuff great. goes a long way with those people. You know, they love being, good stuff. being friends. They love, they love uh, having that. And, and if you're invited to mixers and, and stuff like in, the, in your local area, go to them. Meet these people because oh, dude. you all have the same uh, clients. I will tell you that I recently joined a, a, vet, a network – that was sort of like that and they threw like a little mixer and i that is such gold to go it was an hour drive for me mm -hmm. right there was i was the only dj that was there so we everybody kind of went around and introduced himself like in front of everybody so i let him know i walked around handed out cards and met the uh the like the venue managers all of them so now I'm, I'm, you know, they can connect a face, yeah. uh, a name, an attitude, a personality. Yes. And, and I, dude, I, since that mixer, I'm going to tell you, since that mixer, I have booked mm -hmm. six weddings yeah. and that was a month ago. Yeah. And that's, and that's why you don't have a negative attitude during dinner. Dinner is when you can become friends with these people and you can work out like, yeah. like referrals. I, I can't tell you, I mean, I, every once in a while, if I talk to a couple who has not booked a photographer, I will ask. I'll send a message say, hey, I just talked to a couple. Are you available on this day? And they just, they're so appreciative. They put so much time and energy trying to get people to call them that someone calls them up and says, hey, are you available on this day? I'm going to tell my couple to reach out to you. Just just doing that is... Yeah. You know, even just, if they're busy. Yeah. Even if they're busy. Yeah. They're like, oh, you, you could even it's just, awesome. You could even just send them a message, pick a random date, say, hey, you open this date? I got a people, you know, whatever. No, I went, don't do it. Hey, Kev, that, that was out. a Wednesday. Cut that out. <laughs> That's a Wednesday. That's a Wednesday. On Wednesday. Yeah, I'm open on Wednesday. <laughs> Why wouldn't I be open on Wednesday? Uh, thanks for listening. We'll have uh, we'll have some more stuff next week. But again, if you're any, we we we, we would like to get some other vendors, get some different perspectives. Absolutely. It'd be great to talk to somebody else out there that can, does this. I can and, definitely um, get some uh, people, but you know, honestly, I'd rather get some people in Minnesota because I'm I'm really I, as you probably would with Pittsburgh, but like with me, I'm just so darn curious to hear other perspectives on this. So well, same with me. But I we know. could start with my we could start with my end and. And then we could try to hit over to Pittsburgh because we probably want to get the podcast like, up on Apple before we start asking people like, hey, we put together this podcast. We've done five episodes, but no one subscribes. But we'd love to have you on. Uh, no, yeah. So. Well, they don't have to know. They don't know how many subscribers we have. We can just say, hey, we got dozens. Dozens is good because even if one dozen is the dozens. <laughs> yeah. yeah one, That's only 12. Yeah. That's true. One dozen is a dozen. Yes. All right, so share this. Talk to your friends. Uh, let us know if you want something you want to hear about. But thanks for listening, and mm -hmm. uh, we'll see you next time. See ya.